does who you become in the face of trauma or difficult situations define who you are as a person? Does your response, your automatic thought in a situation that requires immediate attention make up who you are as a person and we're trying to hide that. I've been thinking about this a lot. There were a lot of times throughout my life where I regretted how I reacted in situations where I should have been more proactive or helpful. I would like to think that my response of freezing and being helpless isn't who I am deep down or who I want to be. But it is how I reacted in a lot of situations. Just freezing, avoiding. Was I trained to be like this? Conditioned? Was it some sort of overwhelming feeling that came over me and paralyzed me in some instances where some people take that and do amazing things. They're heroic. They save people. They do these incredible things when that adrenaline hits. But for me, I just freeze. My parents had friends that lived about 45 minutes away to an hour through the country, country roads, back roads. We would visit them all the time, it seemed. Every chance they could go up there, we would go up there. It was mainly my dad's best friend. They went to high school together, were jokesters, and partied and when we would go visit the party would continue they had children they had three a son and two daughters the son was maybe a couple years older than me the daughters one was a year younger and the other was a couple years younger than that I remember really disliking going there At first, growing up with their kids, I became kind of friends with them. They weren't really anyone I had a lot in common with. I didn't know what the daughters were into. I didn't understand that kind of stuff. They... Um, were into new kids on the block and had posters and bedspreads and sang the Little Mermaid and I wasn't into any of that. I remember 
a few times actually enjoying myself and playing with them but most of the time it was pretty forced and it just always felt awkward not so much that I wasn't into the same things that they were but I was just a completely different person I was very introverted and not used to singing in front of people or you know, playing, really. I mainly disliked going up there because of the drive. The drive home was always awful. And that was another reason that I learned to sleep in a car. Because I was terrified every time we would drive home. My dad would have too much to drink. My mom would say something about it or say something about swerving or the speed limit or something which would provoke my dad in a way where he would turn red and scream and pull over and tell her to just fucking drive then, but in reality, he would never let her drive. And this happened so many times that it was easier for me to just sleep through it instead of being wide awake and being terrified and listening to my parents argue There was an instance where I remember them pulling over and my mom was in tears and I was in tears and I remember just wanting to get out of the car so bad. I was scared for my life because of what my mom was saying about how my dad shouldn't be driving And I was scared for my life because of the way my dad was shaking and screaming and turning bright red. And I was scared for my mom, who was also scared and crying. And I remember feeling so helpless in that situation. I wasn't old enough to drive, obviously. I didn't know how. I couldn't help my mom. I couldn't say anything out loud to express how I felt about it or express how scared I was or how much I didn't feel safe or want to be in the car or think that any of this was a good idea. I couldn't express that. I would just end up being yelled at too. Feeling helpless is an awful feeling. Once I was old enough to stay home by myself and make decisions to stay home, I did stop going up there with my parents. Slowly. At first. And then it turned into just me never going up there. It wasn't fun for me ever. 
they used to go up there for Thanksgiving every year. And that's how my tradition of staying home in my pajamas all day in bed and ordering Chinese food delivery began. I didn't want to go up there anymore. I remember one time when we went up there, I was about probably six years old. They had just gotten an above ground pool and everyone was excited about it. I wasn't much of a swimmer. I don't really know where everyone was. They were not around. But I remember standing at the edge of the pool. There was just a little platform by the ladder. Looking down into the water and seeing the youngest daughter, who at the time was maybe only two years old, Drowning. She was drowning. And I just stood there and watched. I remember the adults coming and pulling her out of the water and me getting yelled at for not helping her or not getting help sooner. I was paralyzed. I was terrified. It didn't really process in my brain what was happening, what I was looking at, what was going on. How did she even get in the water? How did any of this happen? Later, Someone had seen her crawling over the side and falling into the pool. And that's why the adults came running, rushing. And I must have just been standing there already on the platform thinking about getting in the water. I'm not really sure. The only thing I really remember is that moment just standing there staring into the water being incredibly helpless is that who i really am am i somebody that just stands there and watches people drown am i somebody that just curls into a ball and goes to sleep while other people are terrified? Do I just let these awful things happen around me? I don't know. Apparently. Is it a defense mechanism? Is it something that was learned? Is there a way to bypass that in my brain and be helpful? 
can I make a conscious effort to be different in those situations? Can I recognize that I am paralyzed and then make a conscious decision to not be? I think that I can and I know that I have, but it took me my entire life to unlearn that behavior. And this wasn't the only instance of feeling helpless. It was just the first.